All right, well, welcome back to the Drivecast. My name is Matthew, and I serve as the uh, teaching pastor at LifePoint Westerville. And uh, over the last couple of days on the Drivecast, we've been taking a look at Revelation chapter 17 and 18. And we've been talking about this strange picture, this woman who represents Babylon. And like uh, so many other things in Revelation, Re- Babylon is a, a symbol. It's a code for, for something else. You know, Babylon, it uh, actually finds its origins, its roots, in the story of the Tower of Babel that we read about in Genesis chapter 11. And uh, in this story, mankind attempted to build this, this tower that reached all the way to the heavens. And their goal, their desire was to make a name for themselves and to leave God out of the picture. They wanted to create this city and the society where they would govern and rule themselves. Their desire was to have autonomy from God. So Babylon represents a city or a society that has exalted themselves and has removed God from the equation. And we've seen examples of Babylon all throughout history. Uh, The Babylonian Empire was, of course, an example. The Persian Empire, Greece, Rome. But even today, we are surrounded by Babylon by a secular society that has exalted mankind and has tried to eliminate God. We live in Babylon. But what we see in these these chapters, in chapter 17 and 18, is that Babylon is really just a, a pawn in the beast's game. Babylon is incredibly seductive and appealing. And it's the hook that the beast uses to try to draw people in. But eventually, the beast turns on Babylon and destroys her. And that's because evil always ends in destruction. It ends in ruin for everyone involved. And today, we're going to be finishing chapter 18, finishing this vision of this this woman of Babylon. And we're going to look at the final destruction of Babylon. Throughout history, uh, Babylon has led many people astray through manipulation and through deception. She's lured people in and, and devoured them. And she has destroyed anyone who has tried to stand in her way and stop her. In fact, back in chapter 17, we're told that she is drunk with the blood of God's holy people. She has tried to destroy the people of God who have opposed her. But she is now finally facing judgment for her crimes against God and against his people. And we're given this this picture of this angel that's picking up a boulder and throwing it into the sea. And as the angel does this, he says, With such violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. You see, this great city, this great society that has attempted to eliminate God, that has deceived and manipulated people, that has tried to oppress the people of God, this city, Babylon, will one day be destroyed. She will fall. Her rule and her reign is going to come to a definitive end because she is not eternal. The only city, the only society, the only kingdom that will last forever is the city and the kingdom of God, which should cause us today to to truly evaluate our our lives and to ask ourselves, which city, which kingdom are we living our lives for? Are we living for for Babylon and all of her wonder and her splendor and her, her attractiveness? 
but a city that will one day be destroyed? Or are we living for the kingdom of God? A kingdom that will endure the test of time, a kingdom that will will last forever. And here are some just basic questions to ask yourself as you're evaluating, okay, which kingdom am I living for? Am I living for Babylon? Am I living for, for, for the world? Or am I living for the eternal kingdom? Man, take, take a look at your, your, your calendar and ask, man, what, what has your time? Where are you spending your time? What has your energy? Take a look at your, your budget. What has your finances? Where is your, your money going? Where are your resources going? Take a look at your, your thought life. What has your attention? What do you think about? What, what has your, your affection? Because as you look at your calendar and you look at your budget and you look at your thought life, it reveals which city, which kingdom you're, you're living for. And I think it's important for us as, as believers to take an honest look at our lives and to see, are we living for Babylon, for the things of this world? Or are we living for the eternal kingdom of God? So I'm going to take a, a moment to, to pray for us and then going to give you an opportunity to, to pray as well. So Father, we, we, we thank you for, for this truth that the, the kingdom of this world, that seems so powerful and uh, is it, so manipulative and has drawn so many people in, God, um, it's not a kingdom that, that's going to last forever. There's going to, to be an, an end date to this kingdom. And uh, Lord, we thank you that we're a part of, of an eternal kingdom, God, where you're going to, to rule and reign forever and you're inviting us to, to rule and reign alongside you. But Lord, as we live um, as, as, as strangers in this world, this world that's not our home, God, protect our hearts and our minds from um, being consumed by Babylon and giving our, our time and our attention to the things of this world and being, being deceived. Guard our hearts, guard, guard our minds, and help us to, to honestly evaluate which kingdom we're living for today. Jesus, we love you, and we pray all of this in your name. Amen.